Welcome to the Ball Players Podcast. Today is Tuesday, May 5th, 2020, and we have a lot to talk about today. But before we get into any of the sports news, Josiah has something he wants to tell you all. What's up, guys? A uh, big shout out to our new staff member, Dominic Gorey. The minister. Now our minister. <laughs> propaganda, baby. Um, otherwise known as social media coordinator. <laughs> um, I think minister is a better name, but. Minister is uh, a way name. better name. Great name. Way better name. Um, but anyways, another big shout out to our fans. Um, you guys are like family to us. Uh, without you guys, we'd be nothing. So um, after our first episode, uh, you guys gave us some suggestions, including a name change, um, which we listened to, and we are now the ballplayers. Um, and finally, another shout out to a podcast that has also uh, been starting up. Their names are Voices. Voices of the Underground. Wow, Josiah, you don't know your friend's podcast name? That's rude. I mean, we're better. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, our, our, our um, other friends, Tommy, Pete, and uh, they're being joined by a new co-host, Spencer, started their own podcast. Um, their first episode came out Friday. Give them a listen. Voices of the Underground Uncensored. They're on Spotify. And I think they'll be on Apple Music in a few days, but listen to us first. And then, like, if you still have time in your day, listen to them, I guess. But Yeah, definitely keep up the support for us. Thank you for uh, everything. We actually got a lot more streams than at least I was thinking we would get. So that, that's great. Thank you guys for that. Spread the word, too. That's called big money moves. Right yes. All right, so I guess we'll get into, like, the sports and stuff now, like the fun stuff for once. So the NFL, actually a decent amount of stuff has happened after the draft. I mean, I guess the first thing we could talk about is Andy Dalton, because that's the most recent. What do you guys think of him signing with the Cowboys? That was shocking to me that he got picked up, first off, so quickly after he got cut, and second off, that he went to a team with a quarterback that's already established. And it's even more surprising to me that, yeah, Dak hasn't re-signed. He's on the franchise tag. But Dalton signed to a one-year deal. So that, that, that was weird to me. I saw a report, like, a lot of people are, have been saying that people think, and despite, despite being a ginger, Andy Dalton's, like, a lot better of a QB than, like, we think he is. So maybe the Cowboys know something we don't. I'm just surprised that Cam Newton is still on, not on the market and Andy Dalton was signed before him. Because I've always thought, I mean, Cam Newton won an MVP, made the Super Bowl. Like, he has a lot better accolades than Andy Dalton, and he still is unsigned. So I don't know what's happening. Maybe he goes to the Patriots, which would be great for you, Brian. But I would hate that. I'm not really shocked by that, though, because Dalton obviously is willing to take a backup role, whereas Newton has outright said that he is going to sign as a starter and he's not going to sign otherwise. And uh, yeah, that's in the NFL right now. So I'm not overly surprised that Newton's a free agent. I wouldn't be shocked if he was still a free agent for a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, you think he'll wait until like, I mean, if there's like training camp and stuff like that, he'll wait till there's an injury or QB battle. Like he'll wait till then. I'm assuming he might have to wait for an injury. As unfortunate as that, you know, is to say, mm-hmm. he might have to wait for an injury. I mean, we've I seen a lot of players do that. Dak Prescott is definitely punching the air right now. <laughs> you imagine asking for all that money, performing well, and then they flip the middle finger and you can just sign an established veteran quarterback. 
they basically said, we're not paying you this money. You can leave next year. I mean, it's wild because they offered him, what, 35 mil a year, which is more than any other QB. Yeah, and he, he wanted still 40. denied it. He wanted 40. He's never going to get it, but he wanted it. My friend uh, Justin actually brought up a, a very good point to me this morning that, um, yeah, Dak's tagged right now, and Dalton's obviously going to be much cheaper if Dak doesn't re-sign on the Cowboys' terms. They could let him walk in free agency and just run with Dalton if they like him, especially mm-hmm. Prescott has a down year this year. And then he also brought up that in that case, Prescott could go to the Patriots, which, again, I would hate that. But I think that would be good. I think, I, I I think, think there, is some, well. there is some validity to that theory, I think. No, there definitely is. I mean, Andy Dalton, like, we've had, like he is established, and he's never – like, the Bengals have never been an excellent team by any means. He's had some good pieces – but the Cowboys' offensive talent is probably the best he's ever played with or, like, potentially will play with. So I could see that as well. But Dak definitely is a talented QB. I hate to say it. I But at the end of the day, he doesn't deserve $35 million. He's not an elite QB by any means. I think you guys would agree with me on that. I don't think any quarterback in the league is worth $35 million, if I'm being fairly honest. Maybe Patrick Mahomes. But in a league with salary caps – you can't be giving all of your money to one player. No, I agree. And it'll be interesting because next year we have, like, the 2017 QB class starting up. That, so we have Mahomes, who might get paid really soon, Deshaun Watson, who's going to get paid a lot of money. So they might break that 35 million, like, 35 mil, 40 million threshold. Like, that's Speaking- been said. Speaking of that 2017 quarterback class, what do you guys think of the Bears declining Trubisky's fifth-year option? I think it makes a lot of sense, considering that, A, he's been absolutely garbage, and he's not lived up to expectations. He's been horrible. I mean, I know you wanted to hit, like, last year. Take that back. He was a pro. Quick side note, Brian last year for Fantasy Football League claimed that Mitch Trubisky was going to be the biggest steal of the draft. And then he turned out to be utterly horrible and pro- quite possibly one of the worst fantasy football QBs. So yeah. don't listen to Brian on that. But. Hey, wait a minute. Now, hold on. I cut him after three weeks, picked up Gordon <laughs> He put up a consistent 20 points a week for me. Best signing I ever made. Favorite quarterback in the league. Great mustache. I'm a Gardner Minshew guy now. I still like Trubisky. He burned me this year. But he was a pro bowler two years ago. And he was in a Bears offense that, you know, was just dysfunctional altogether. So it, you can try to put all the blame on him, but it just I don't see it all falling on him. I mean, it doesn't, but at the same time, he still has not been that good for a number two pick. I think if Foles steps in this year at quarterback, you're going to see a lot of the same out of him. Mediocrity? <laughs> I think you're going to see worse than mediocrity at Foles. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He... I mean, look at his career as a starting quarterback. He was never able to actually, you know, pull himself together and be a reliable starter. He's always been a backup. He's always been a better football player in the backup role. I guess he likes, like, the mentality of, like, that underdog role. Because even the Super Bowl with the Eagles, like, he came in as an underdog, despite, like, the Eagles being, what, were they 13-3, and 14-2, and two? something ridiculous? I think they were 13-3, and three, but that was all Wentz. Mm-hmm, that was all Wentz. And Foles struggled and like, the game like the regular season games after and even like he didn't play like that well in that Falcons game in the divisional round it was really like the Vikings and super 
bowl game where Nick Foles really created his legacy that we all know him today. And he did have the one good year as a starter. Was it under Chip Kelly? I think it was. But besides that, he has, you guys are right. He has been a mediocre QB at best. Definitely not deserving of the money the Jaguars gave him. Mm-hmm. But the Jaguars are a dysfunctional franchise, so that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they moved on to another mediocre QB, so it'll probably okay, be Okay, stop that. Team. Elite QB. <laughs> Why did this become a Gardner Minshew advertisement? This is, this is now a Gardner <laughs> Minshew podcast. We are a Gardner Minshew fan club podcast now. Absolutely. Another name change? I am a Gardner or? Minshew fan club podcast host. Um, so, yeah. Are we changing the name again to the Gardner Minshew? The Gardner Minshew podcast. We're doing it. All right. Name change three. All right. That'll be good. Yeah. All right. So welcome to episode one of the Gardner Minshew podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. As long as we can get him on, then we're set. We can end the podcast after that. I'd be happy. If we get him on this podcast, I will eat my shirt. That's embarrassing. All right. Well, someone save that clip. (laughs) (laughs) Save that clip, please. (laughs) No. Keeping up with the quarterback carousel in the NFL. We talked about Dalton. We talked about Trubisky. James Winston signed. 2020 vision. Watch out. (laughs) (laughs) You can see now. That's kind of crazy. I think – I'm going to look up the quote right now. I think he literally had a quote that he's never saw better in his life. He did say that. He said that he can finally read street signs now. (laughs) I guess he didn't get eye test as a kid or at Florida State. He was too busy, like, stealing crab legs and stuff, but I really – Stealing soda from, a, but, what was it, Taco Bell? Yeah, I think he did that. He did a bunch of things, throw interceptions, steal stuff, but – He really he said, damn, Evans is up there somewhere. <laughs> and to think he did all of that blind. In true inspiration. 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. And no oh, eyesight. Yeah. And, so, don't look at the interceptions. Just look at the passing yards. And I'm curious to see what his numbers are going to look like now that he can see, even though he's not going to get a zero. He's not going to play. Any numbers. Zero interceptions, zero yards. I mean, I guess he would probably be, like, I don't think, like, if, say, Drew Brees gets hurt again, do you think he would start over Hill? Taysom Hill at QB? I think he would. Yeah, he I would. think he absolutely would. No, yeah, I agree. I think Taysom Hill, for as talented as he is, he's not a true NFL QB. No, he's not. Jameis is also better than Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that take. Uh, I don't we'll know. have a more accurate dissertion of that after this season. Fingers crossed there is a season. Uh, yeah, I think there will be a season. I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, I guess we can go into that next because a lot of talk, of course, has been yeah. about, like, will there be a season and stuff. And there have been a lot of reports that there is going to be an NFL season and they're planning on having it with fans. So how do you guys feel like if that's going to happen or not? I think there will be a season. I think they'll be able to start it on time. I don't think they will be able to have fans. I definitely agree. There better be a season. That's all I'm saying. I mean, mean, Dr. Fauci said that sports need to come back for the sake of people's mm -hmm. So at me next time. At me too. (laughs) At us all, yeah. But I think I don't think there will be fans because I just think I don't. Who knows? I'm not a doctor. Can confirm, but I wouldn't like I wouldn't predict anything with fans, considering like how 
long it's going to take to make a vaccine and stuff. But any football, any sports will take at this point because it's been, what, over a month without sports now? And it's been absolutely horrible. So. It's been too long. Way too long. The Kentucky Derby was supposed to be uh, Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs right now. March Madness seemed like. Should have yeah. been started by now. Mm-hmm. Mets should be disappointing me. I mean, yeah. Mets, when's, I mean, they were all right in the 2010s. They would have been decent this year, too. Maybe. They probably, I really think they would have been good this year, but of course, can't have it. Um, <laughs> so I guess since we started talking about the MLB, we should kind of move into that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a plan that they haven't completely settled on yet, but it looks like it's the leading plan in all of these circles right now to start up the season in late June. And they're hopeful they can get 100 games in. Uh, That'd be a disaster. But... Obviously, there wouldn't be any fans mm-hmm. allowed. They're hoping that they're going to be able to play in their home stadiums. Uh, they've been looking to Andrew Como in New York. Mm-hmm to see uh, how they could start moving with that because, you know, the Mets and Yankees, they're in New York. And that whole plan where they could stay in their home stadiums would be contingent on that. Um, They're looking at a divisional realignment. They would be combining the East, Central, and West in the AL and NL. So it wouldn't be – no more AL, NL. It would just be the East, the Central, and the West for this season. That would be a bizarre season. Like, I mean – Oh, it gets that better. list. It was like the Yankees, Mets, like Phillies. It was like in like Red Sox, like all in the same division. It gets better. <laughs> they would only be playing teams in that division that they're in. Oh wow, wow! I mean, Rob Benfred, obviously, he's done very well as commissioner. Am I right? But <gasps> no. <laughs> I'm sorry if that was sarcasm, but you said it was sarcasm. Serious. It was you sounded serious. serious. It was come on. You're better than that. You are better than that, Brian. But you might need to work on your uh, vocal tones. But I mean, I'll try my best. But I think you need to open your ears up a little bit. But um, yeah, he's so he's yeah miserable. <laughs> but what do you guys think about that plan? How would you feel about your Yankees playing my Mets? I don't even know how many times in a season. I'm good for the Yankees. The Yankees and Mets listening to a guy with pierced nipples. Andrew Cuomo has pierced nipples. <laughs> That's our politics joke of the day. What? Like, why? I just, I can't stand this coronavirus thing anymore. But driving me crazy. I, I'd be interested to see an MLB season like that. It'd be weird. But, I mean, if it gives us sports back, I'm for it. Oh, same. And then another thing with that, too, like another thing is the umpires are now complaining because they want to, like, a lot of the umpires are obviously, like, older, like, men. And they're, like, of course, like, a lot more at risk, like, with corona. So they might use the automated umpiring system. So they're all upset. So it would actually be a really, like, interesting test because if the, like, MLB goes for technology, this is the perfect time to test that automated umpire system. Isn't they getting docked, too, by about 35%, somewhere around that area? Uh, they guaranteed half their pay for the month of May. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't know. It takes away from the genuine aspect of the game. Like, there are mistakes the up makes 
Um, that kind of makes it better, in my opinion, unless, of course, it goes against the Yankees, but that's a different story. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. They're uh, actually – the umpires just came to an agreement with the MLB. Oh, really? Oops. The structure the other day where they would be paid – they would be guaranteed half their salary for the month of May. And then if they weren't to play any games this year, they wouldn't be paid anything beyond that. Um, I don't know the full details for the agreement. I have to look into it more. But uh, I, there was a there was something in there that apparently could actually get rid of the video replay, like the reviews. Oh, wow, yeah. That slowed up the game a lot. I mean, it was good, but at the same time, like, it really slowed down baseball, and which, considering everyone always complains how slow baseball is, kind of made things worse. I don't think pace of play itself is the issue with baseball, like falling out of favor in terms of popularity. Mm-hmm. I think your issue is the fact that the MLB is just so out of touch with technology. Yeah, they're out of touch. I mean, they have complete control over their, you know, what aspects of the MLB end up on social media. Mm-hmm. Like you look at the NBA, they're letting videos uh, be published by just about anyone. And their popularity is exploding right now. Mm-hmm. And especially with, like, younger audiences, too. Exactly. Which is, I mean, the name of the game, because they're going to be the ones watching in 10 to 20 years, so. You have to keep bringing in new fans. And mm-hmm. you do that if you're not letting, you know, your current fans share the game. Mm-hmm. I think that's the bigger issue than pace of play right now. I think that's another thing Manfred's doing poorly. He has to focus expanding the game of baseball, not trying to fix, you know, the product that's on the field. No, yeah, for sure. And even this offseason, kind of just a huge mess, like even before the corona, like with all the stuff with the punishment with the Astros and Red Sox, obviously, and like I don't even know what you want to call like the cheating scandal, but just all of that, he handed, like everyone like believes, like regardless like of what, team you're a fan of that the Astros should have been punished a lot more than they really were and they kind of just got a slap on the wrist and they're just going to get away with it unfortunately but and what exactly did the Red Sox get punished for the the that that investigation turned up no evidence of any wrongdoing by the Red Sox so they lost a second round still lost a second round pick uh core is out for the year he can come back in 2021 unless they don't play a season this year and then, like, what's gonna happen? I wonder what's gonna happen with that. Like, he'll be signed somewhere. Own? I don't know where, but he'll get a job. Mm-hmm. He definitely will. He was a good manager. The Mets. Eh, Carl Beltron. He could go back. Try again. Beltron's gone. I'll let him try again. Why not? I, I mean, what he managed for technically? Or how, how long was he manager for technically? Like a week, two weeks. I <laughs> oh God. I mean. That's unfortunate, but. Yep. That's that's you to disappoint me, even when there's no baseball. Of course, that happens to us. Name a more messed thing. Your manager gets gets busted in a cheating probe, something that doesn't even affect your team, and the Mets have to pay the price for it. <laughs> you sound really sad, right? Now. I am very sad. <laughs> I am very sad. I think you just, like, maybe you should convert to another team, like, 
I don't know. The Maybe the Yankees. It's like you could have picked the Yankees. I think you should stop bandwagoning on the team that won half Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. But they won championships, I guess, so. All right. How many championships have you won recently? I mean, more than the Mets. So. <laughs> That's <laughs> one more than you got. <laughs> when was the last time you guys made it to the series? Did you? Yeah. 2009. Oh, I mean, yeah. Did you make oh, the The Mets did make the World Series. I mean, good job. They lost to, the, what, the Royals? That's yeah, that Royals team was special. I mean, yeah, they beat the Mets, so. They yeah. beat everyone. It is true. You're not wrong. Have the Mets been back to the playoffs since then, or no? Yeah, they made the wild card round the next year. Okay. Then they've been dealing with injuries and Mickey Calloway ever since. Oh, God. But he's gone now, so, yeah. He was a horrible manager. Happy to see him go. Um, Keeping on the MLB, they – I don't know if you guys saw this, but the Players Association and the MLB agreed to shorten the draft – But they can't agree to the terms of it. The MLB, I think, approached the players the other day with a plan that would make it only 10 rounds, which the Players Association shot down. So they agreed to shorten the draft, but they can't agree on, you know, by how much. Do you think they're trying to, like, market the draft more, like kind of like how the NFL and NBA have been able to, like, cash in on the draft popularity? Because – how many rounds was the MLB draft before? A lot. It was. I couldn't give you the exact number. I just know. Because I was going to say 30 at first, but I feel like it was probably even more than that. 30s. Yeah. It's definitely in the 30s. It is not something I'm going to be able to find in Google right now. 40 rounds. 40. 40. Yep. Really? And there's a lot of um, comp each round, too. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's, really, no one's gonna you know, in the NFL that, in the NFL where the comp picks come in in the later rounds. There's comp picks in the first round in the MLB draft too, and it's kind of tougher with the MLB draft because you have like like single A through triple A. Like it's kind of tough because so many of these players, like you're never probably even going to see play in the MLB. Yeah, the majority of them end up in the rookie league right after. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, they uh, there's also the rules, you know, in the NFL where. You can't go directly to the NFL. You have to have however much time at, you know, college. Mm-hmm. The NBA, you can't be drafted straight out of high school anymore. The MLB, you can. So it creates a lot of, like, weird scenarios. Like, you with Cole, for example, how he was drafted by the Yankees and then, like, didn't even play for them. Yeah, went yep. to college. Got draft. Did he get drafted again? I forget. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's just a lot more hard, like, more difficult to follow, so. There's also international players, too. So it's high school, international, and then you have the college players. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it would be a smart move if we're talking about, like, trying to market to younger audiences, maybe, to get it. Like, I mean, it's on, what, the MLB network, but maybe trying yeah, to Yeah, I think another thing that they could do, at least to expand the popularity of it, is to get it on a non-specialized network like ESPN. Because mm-hmm. you have to subscribe to MLB Network, whereas ESPN comes with most basic cable packages. It would make it more accessible. I mean, I guess, well, also, like, it's kind of interesting with the draft and stuff because 
tying tying it to that, the NCAA, did you guys see they recently proposed or like they recently set those new rules? So like players, like athletes can make money or like from their experience in college or their gameplay? Yep. And it's not going to give us NCAA back uh, the the video game. So I uh, mm-hmm. really care. That was what I was most looking forward to. Yeah. So was I. I mean, NCAA 14, which is the last one that came out, I think it sells for $200 right now. So the interest is definitely there for the game. But I think I saw one person tweet. I mean, he kind of got ratioed. He did tweet, though, that that would like the NCAA would probably lose money on that. So, and the NCAA obviously wants, despite being a nonprofit organization, they're extremely shady in that regard. Yeah. So, I do think, though, it's a good thing for these players to be getting compensated for the amount of time and marketing they provide, give to the school. I don't know if you guys agree or not. Mm-hmm. They need a players union. We're not going to game until there's a players union. That's what they're saying. So, they need to unionize. I need that game. I have way too long playing just Madden. Madden's horrible now. I'm over it. Give me NCAA football back. I mean, Madden's kind of I, always been horrible. I need to start a franchise dynasty with Alcorn State, and I need I need <laughs> it now. I mean, Madden's, I mean, M, like, what is it, 2K recently got the NFL license, or, like, they have a joint license now, so mm-hmm. there's hope yeah, that yeah, there's going to be a good football start. game. I sure hope so. The last one they put out was really good. What was that, like 2K5? 2K5, yeah. Even now it's amazing. For its time, obviously, it was like Mm – Madden's just falling apart ever since they got the exclusive rights. I mean, Madden 20, horrible. Madden 19, horrible. It's just – They just like literally send out the same game just with a different – Updated roster. (laughs) Updated roster, yeah. Yeah. They have no competition, so why waste resources on it? I mean, and the other thing is so many people, like, they make all their money from Ultimate Team, which is nothing. They literally have to make a card, and then people will, like, spend hundreds of dollars on packs for the chance to get, like, a card. And then so really they don't have to put a lot of effort in. Ultimate Team's kind of a dumpster fire of a game mode. It was fun when it first came out, but Mm -hmm. You know, if you have money to blow, you're going to be better than everyone else. It's just not fun. Especially, yeah, they really reward. Like, it's a, it has turned into a play-to-win game, and you're paying $60 on top of that. So, it's just downhill. But people keep buying it. I mean, I know we all bought it. So, we can't really talk about complaining about how bad it is because we're still supporting EA. So I didn't buy it. My brother did. Oh. I just have the license to do it. Never mind. I buy it every year, and I'm duped every mm-hmm. year. So. Although in the past I have bought it, and I I mean, I just need a football game to play, uh, if I'm <laughs> really honest. I, yeah, Madden's terrible, but what else am I going to play? Mm-hmm. I mean, MLB. Madden yeah. 09 on the Wii. Great time. <laughs> the Wii? Why are you bring out the Wii? Why do we bring out the Wii? Because Madden 09 on the Wii might be it's the amazing. greatest sports video game of all time. And no Who was on the cover for 09? Brett Favre. Brett Favre had his uniform when he was a Jet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, the Jets weren't that bad in 2000. 
2008-2009 season. Uh, if my memory serves, we started out the year 8-3 and three with Favre. And then you choked. Five games and didn't make the playoffs, and that was the year Brady had torn his ACL. So mm-hmm. the division was actually won by another team, and that team was the Dolphins, who had Chad Pennington, who <laughs> wrecked the year prior. <laughs> now that sounds like the Jets. <laughs> I'm a was- sports fan. <laughs> that was also the year that Plaxico Burris Former giant shot himself, so that was good. Yeah, Jet, Jet, great. He was. Oh yeah, I forgot he was on. What did he play for? Jet, Steelers, Giants. Yeah, that's it. But yeah. how could you forget he was a Jet? Don't you remember Stevie Johnson's end zone celebration when he shot himself in the leg? <laughs> I tried. I blocked that out. So. <laughs> he was so disrespectful. I was out of pocket. <laughs> he was such a disrespectful player, but he was fun to watch. The Giants that year were like eleven and one, and then. Plaxo Burris did the unfortunate act, and then they collapsed. I think they finished one and three, and then they lost, of course, to the Eagles in the divisional round. And that was, like, the best year, like, at least I've seen the Giants, like, as a team in the regular season that they've had. And, like, as you said, like, Tom Brady was out for the year. Like, Giants looked like the favorite, and then, of course, things happened, and here we are. Man, I wish we could just make the playoffs. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's been 10 years. Let's talk about a different sport now, the NBA. I'm still sad. All right. <laughs> no well, <one> cares. <laughs> the NBA has to come back at some point, so what do you guys think about that? Can we just give the Clippers the title and no, call it? Please, no, not that please. I mean, the Clippers weren't the one seed, so I don't. I think if anyone, I think the Lakers should get it. Okay, now wait a minute. If it wasn't for load management, <laughs> we definitely could have been the one seed. But Kawhi Leonard just hates playing basketball. He only does it because he's good at it. Change my mind. You can't. He's a fun guy. Let he's a be. very fun guy. Ha ha ha. But I, oh man, this hurts. This was our year. I feel like I don't. I mean, yeah, probably the Clippers probably could have won, but I feel like LeBron was going to be like this playoff run, especially after not making it last year. I feel, and especially in wake of like Kobe Bryant and everything, I feel like the Lakers were almost a team of destiny. I know, of course, it's tough to say that, but and maybe we'll never find out. This season did not even matter to me. Oh, why doesn't it matter to you? You guys are getting Chris Paul. Have you heard? Stop. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about because we're not on the Knicks. We're just simply fans of the Knicks. Yeah. So I think the Knicks organization is going to get Chris Paul, and that is when I will choose another team Please. to root for. Yeah. <laughs> hey, weren't you going to choose another team to root for at the beginning of the season? If I remember, I might have speculated on it. I if might I remember correctly, it. didn't you say you were going to become a Trailblazers fan for Mello? No, that was Tommy. That was uh, our friend Tommy? Tommy. Yeah. No, I – and then I actually have another friend at home who's probably not even going to listen to this, to be honest, but shout-out to Nick. Big friend. Yeah, he, he is. But um, he's a huge Carmelo Anthony fan, and he actually, I think, is going to go to – or went to the Trailblazers, and they kind of underperformed too this year. Like, they so, – I mean, I know Dame was hurt for a while. Like, C.J. McCollum was hurt. Yeah, the Blazers were like the 10th seed, I think. Mm-hmm. When Anthony was out of the league for, what was it, like a half a season, was he a fan of the local YMCA chapter? <laughs> no, I think he was a fan of the gym. That, you know, like Cody Mello gym. Cody Mello, yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, every year I – like Cody Mello, like I forget however many years it was. Like 
every, like on Twitter, you just see hoodie mellow, hoodie mellow, hoodie mellow. You know, like I'm not missing. You'd be like, oh, this is the year. Carmelo's back, and then he would absolutely stink. It's every every year. That's <laughs> been every. That has been every year for the past like five years. Yeah. That off-season video of him shooting in <laughs> the gym, nobody on him, wearing his hoodie. Oh, this is the season Carmelo's back. He looks really good in the gym. Hits the court as soon as you put somebody on him. He forgets how to play basketball. I mean, this year he really wasn't that yeah. bad with he the trailblazers. He was having a good year this year. He was having a nice rebound this year. Mm-hmm. And then his season got cut short. He averaged, like, what, 16, 8, 3, 4? I couldn't he tell had a good you the exact stats, but he definitely was – he played very well. Like, it showed he should have been in the league, not, like, sitting on his couch or in the gym with the hood on. Wait, but I like those videos. The problem is you <laughs> took him out of the gym. So if we had our home games at that gym, he'd be in a oh, he'd be maybe the trick. Maybe the trick is the whole no fans thing. Maybe this whole coronavirus thing could actually play to his favor. Yeah, you throw them back in this uh, arenas. You take away the fans. And Clippers might make it past the second round of the playoffs. But no, stop it. Chris Paul's gone. Yeah, future Nick. Future Nick. And so is your championship ring after the Corona. <laughs> I did. I hate you. I hate you. I hate sports. I'm done. I, I'm I mean, the Clippers were competitive, of course, obviously. They were really good. Competitive. We had two top ten players in the league. So, yeah, competitive is one way of putting it. I mean, the Knicks participated in basketball games. <laughs> they That's really all you can say that? about that. Yeah, their trophy is going to be getting, like, the fourth pick in the draft. Then. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. Getting Zion out of that lottery? No. Stop. Why? Thought you can get. See, you can be sad you by could yourself. There's no you reason get, to make us. No, no. I, <laughs> you guys are coming with me. You thought you could take John Morant because you would get the number two pick? No. R.J. Barrett is a perfectly Barrett. average <laughs> NBA player. You just hide him in the corner. That's where he belongs. Let's be honest here. <laughs> yes. Nowhere near a basketball. Change my mind. There has never been a single good player in the NBA that has come from Duke. Not a single one. Kyrie Irving? Nope. Trash bag. All right. No. That's a horrible take. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a bad take. That's very true. Okay, so controversial. (laughs) Backstory here. I'm a huge UNC fan. (laughs) And I'm a Duke fan. Waiting after the comment you just made. (laughs) Yeah, that was Horrible, like <laughs> such a stupid take. I said <laughs> he said he was a controversial one. I uh, he did. You got a dude who's made a game-winning shot in the finals. And he's Ryan Hill. Anyone? I could luck into making a game-winning shot in the finals. Multiple. No, I. <laughs> I could luck into All multiple NBA All-Star here. appearances. All yes, yeah. <laughs> you could um cross up. Steph Curry, right? If I got really lucky, yeah, I could. You know what? I just think Kyrie Irving gets extremely lucky every time he touches the ball. There, I said it. Oh, wow. Okay. That makes sense. So he just, like, averaged, like, luckily scores, like, 20-something points a game. (laughs) What was that? He luckily scores, like, 20-something points a game, crosses up people, like, no tomorrow. Just luck. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah, okay. All right. That makes sense. If he went to any other school – it would have been skilled, but Coach K doesn't know how to coach. He just ruins all the players that come. Yeah, yeah. He, he gets – or, like, he kind of has the Urban Meyer effect. Whenever, like, things are going bad, he gets sick. But, yeah, he's not that, the winningest that, coach yeah, or that anything. Yeah, that is a thing. Yeah. 
I mean, they, how was UNC he had this to yell year? At they his were pretty fans good this year. What'd you say? He had to yell at his own fans this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look at UNC; they were phenomenal this year. Top five. All right, first <laughs> off, first off, if we're gonna talk about my teams, you have to preface every single one of them with an asterisk for injury. Oh. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I mean, UNC could have been good this year until basically the entire starting five got hurt. I smell cap. No, that's a thing. Not all of them, but like. I mean, he might not be wrong, Josiah, but they still weren't good. I mean, another question, Brian, how do you feel, like Brandon Ingram, so you would say he's not good? Sure. Wow. Jason Tatum, not good. Nope. Terrible. I'm Zion, I mean, I know Zion's not played enough, but not good injury, at all yet. Injury prone and fat. Next. <laughs> they had to teach him how to walk, okay? Yeah, okay. Dogged everyone in the 19 games he played. Yeah, that'll happen when you weigh 350 pounds. <laughs> hey. Offensive lineman playing basketball. Yeah, like the Louisville guy, Bedden. Or, yeah, the Jets guy. Yeah, <laughs> the Louisville guy. Beckton, yeah, I forgot his name. <laughs> I mean, Grayson Allen, yeah, trash bag. But. Oh, man. I don't think I've ever met a single person that actually enjoys Grayson Allen as a player of basketball. I think you have to be a demon, too. Enjoy him. And he's not um Paul Shinga type beat. Block that out. Block that out. We can't get no free <laughs> shout outs here. <laughs> um are we arguing over the greatest college prospects right now? The greatest college? This is not an argument, it's simply a statement of fact. There has never been a good basketball player at Duke in its entire however many years. No. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't say the same for UNC. Michael Jordan. Who? Josiah. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean. Carter, who should have – his final season got cut short. I feel bad for him. I guess we could talk briefly, like, before we wrap up about Michael Jordan, that the last dance have, like – I don't think you guys have been watching that or have you caught started. I started to yeah. catch up to it. It's on ESPN for uh, – on the app for free if you have mm-hmm. – account through your cable provider. So I got to actually watch the first two episodes. Um, I know it's it's on tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, episodes five and six. We're, we're recording, oh, we're recording Sunday. We're, we're yeah. recording Sunday night, so yeah, it's on tonight. But uh, I, I'm probably not going to watch it live because I still haven't seen episodes three or four. Mm-hmm. But next weekend rolls around, I'm hopefully going to be all caught up. So I actually really enjoyed the first two episodes. I know that's the popular opinion. Everybody seems to really love it, and I mean, it's been wild. So, no, it's definitely really good. Um, the next steps, like next two episodes, you're in that. I guess everyone else probably watched. You're in for a treat because it talks about Dennis Rodman and yeah, Phil, I, I think sp- Phil Jackson was episode four. I kind of spoiled it for myself a little bit because I was on Twitter while it was airing last week. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they actually sent MJ to Vegas. To retrieve Rodney. That was insane, yeah. They sent the guy with the notoriously bad gambling problem to Vegas <laughs> rescue his teammate who just mid-season decided to take a vacation. 48-hour vacation, or over 48-hour, because he did too much. Like, once I, – I can't believe – like, I know, of course, the podcast, obviously, because Michael Jordan has such heavy influence on it. Like, it's going to be pro-Jordan, but I still can't believe – that Michael Jordan was willing to go to Vegas for Dennis Rodman, like to get him back. Like it shows how highly he thought of Dennis Rodman as a player, which a lot of us, 
Or Mike flip Jordan. side, Michael Jordan had a gambling problem and went <laughs> okay. <for> money. <laughs> yeah, probably started because UNC was giving him money because you know they're kind of shady. Show me one athlete Duke has not paid to play basketball for them. I challenge you. To- <laughs> um, oh, what's the guy's name? I can't think of his name. I blocked out his memory. He was the. Let me look. Very descriptive. Yeah, I'm trying my best out here. <laughs> While while he looks through that, I'm going to give my input on uh, the documentary. I liked episode three a lot with Rodman. Um, it really showed how Jordan, how much um, Jordan actually needed him uh, while Scotty was gone. Um, like, he really looked to Rodman as his uh, wingman during that time. Um, not many people think of Rodman when it comes to players that are, like, really crucial to that 3P, but... That episode in particular highlighted it, and I think he should really appreciate that because not many people, you know, talk about it as much as they should. Mm -hmm. No, I know, like, I mean, this is a bit of a spoiler talk, but it's kind of like, well, like, now it's open. Like, Dennis Rodman, like, as a defender and, like, the amount of time he put into defending and rebounding and learning how each player shoots and, like, areas they shoot so, like, he can position himself. His IQ like for the rebound, charts. yeah. yeah. His IQ and other things it might be a little questionable at yeah. best, but in terms of basketball, he knows what he's talking about. For real, yeah. And then the player I was talking about was Jack White, who I mean, if he's listening to this, definitely, probably not. But you're more than welcome to come on the podcast. But anyway, as a basketball player, I've seen better before. That's all I'll say. Oh lord. He I definitely didn't get paid to go to Duke, though. So. Our play. For that matter, Michael Jordan, if you're listening, feel free to come on too. Yeah, okay. I think Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Definitely Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman would probably be a lot more fun. Oh, he definitely would be. That would be a bizarre interview. But it would be awesome. I think it would be a fantastic interview. All right, that's our new goal. Get Dennis Rodman on here. All right. I have a few questions for him relating to North Korea. Oh, <laughs> I think that's where we wrap up, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess if we're going to end it here, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday with another episode. And, yeah, that's about it for us. All right, adios, everyone. Joe, you want to say bye? Or no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're going to end it. See you guys Thursday. <laughs>